Looking for a vacation that actually feels like a good movie? Well, look no more. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship from a ride on Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. So pack those bags, but be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas, and Panama. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you are a roller skate, this movie is for you. <laughs> we saw Xanadu, so you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth! And hello, people of Lago! We are live in our L.A. home here at the Largo Theater at the Cornet, one of the greatest theaters here in L.A., and we have an amazing show for you. But to begin the show, I need to introduce my co-host. Please welcome... Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? June Diane Raphael! And our very special guest for tonight... Michaela Watkins! All right. All right. Like I said, uh, this movie has been told to me that we need to do this movie. I never believed people until I saw it. This movie is insane, and insane in a way that I feel like... um, it was like, it was late night art deco furniture, cocaine use. And uh, like, I feel like there was a, like, I, I literally feel like someone was fucking someone as they pitched this idea. And another person was in the room going, yes, yes, yes. That person was Jeff Lynn, <laughs> who was like, 
who's like, oh, you want to make a super fucked up roller skating movie? Let's do it to Electric Light Orchestra so everybody can be miserable. Um, I'm about to ruin the Traveling Wilburys in a couple of years, so for now, I will create this tone poem monstrosity. It's weird, though. I have to say, like, they, I, I know what the movie is. You do? I do. Oh, my God. But for me... Well, then we can get to this much quicker than I'm normal. So, I'm so, June? I'm so What happy. is this movie about? Oh, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> but I, what I know for myself is, like, there's... Lots of lip gloss, lots of roller skating, lots of dancing. Like, I'm on board, you know? On a very real level, like, I'm just on board. Yeah, it's just, you're, it's from that moment on. Wait, was For there a moment where you were like, experience, yes. it's a, it's a good time, you know? I mean, it is. It's a good time. <laughs> I had that thing of, like, I had chills, you know, when it started. And then by the end, I was like, hiding under my bed. <laughs> so scared. So, like, it all felt like that the whole movie, by the end, felt like in The Shining when he sort of fantasizes the whole room coming alive. Yeah. Like, well, that yeah. to me oh, okay. was the entire the, film. Well, this to okay. me, this whole movie could be seen as, as far as I'm concerned, a Jacob's Ladder kind of. <laughs> the whole movie is just the moment before the main character dies. It is a, perhaps a fever dream, or it, it's like, people are saying that all of Birdman might be a psychotic break for someone. Yeah. This is that movie. <laughs> well, that's what I feel like. I feel like, I, I, it feels like one of those things where like some Hollywood executive was like, I like roller skates. Oh, a fat cat? Uh, a fat cat. <laughs> you know what, I'm at, yeah. And, and, you know what did great? Starlight Express. We need to do it again. Let me just say, by the way, about something about the roller skating in this movie. Flawless? There's, <laughs> looks comfortable on skates. And no. nobody ever nobody put looks... on a skate or took off a skate. But yep. like the camera would pan back to them. No skates. Yep. Skates. No skates. The, I... o- the only, per- I will say this, the only person who seems to me effortless on skates, who is effortless and glides and skates his way through the whole movie is Gene, Gene fucking Ke- yeah, Kelly. Of course. Of course. Amazing. Who at... At age, I don't know, what, 1,000? <laughs> it shames like, every other dummy in this fucking it's movie. It's why Gene it Kelly, looks bad. Yeah, watching Gene Kelly was like, wow. It's I great. feel like Gene Kelly was, he doesn't look like he's aged. I look nope. at pictures of him. He looks like, oh, he just continued doing these movies and he just happened to be in a kind of a bad one. Or those movies were just bad and we didn't look at him this critically. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't remember watching it because I watched it a long time ago as a kid and I don't remember thinking like, I hope Olivia Newton-John fucks Gene Kelly. But this time I did. Yeah. I, like, I really you hope he got two- the girl in the end. <laughs> you weren't, when you originally saw it, as a, did you see it as a little girl? Yeah. Yeah, because you, you weren't like, oh, I hope the mom fucks the granddad in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope she fucks the guy from Taxi. Yeah. Who's <laughs> not the guy from Taxi, but just looks, looks like, like him. him. Uh, oh, the, boy. Guys. I'm not going to talk about things like plot and character development. No, please do. Uh, Paul, I would love for you to talk about here's plot. My, here's my issue about this movie. The simplest thing, right? 
It's about this artist who has no focus, right? He's doing, he's doing like portraits, he's doing still life, he's doing machine parts, and I don't know what to focus on. How are we but gonna start still... this movie? We'll start it with someone drawing. Right. So, Action packed. He and, it, and he's a frustrated artist. He rips up his art. The art flies away. Uh, seemingly cross town, lands in front of a mural that he did not paint. Right. And that opens up a portal for Zeus's daughters to come out. Oh, if you thought this movie didn't have connections to the Greek pantheon of gods, you're fucking wrong. Because guess what, assholes? Zeus is all over this shit. Zeus makes a vocal appearance in this movie. Not since Clash of the Titans has it been so good. And an uncredited Hera walk-on. By the way, not even in the credits are they called Zeus and Hera. They're just called Heavenly Voice and Female Heavenly Voice. As if they could have gotten sued by the author of Greek mythology. But well, you're right. Well, well he, fair point. I do at one point. I wish, as a Greek person, I could sue this movie. <laughs> I wish I could, as a guy, just under the subheading, how dare you? Here's what's I, weird, though. You bring up a good point about the, the musing of it all. Because you would think that he would be touched by a muse. That she would come to life and inspire him. Which is not really what happens in the movie. No, that's wait, the wait, thing. Wait, wait, hang on, wait a second. Really? Isn't that exactly what happens in the movie? That's exactly. But, but here's eight the of thing. Them. There's no, eight vanities happening. But nothing he does in the entire movie has anything, anything to do with him being an artist. That's, that's exactly, exactly it. Like it, it. His dream that he succeeds in at the end. Spoiler alert, has nothing, nothing to do with being an artist, which is clearly the one thing he is the most talented in. He is not talented in club owning. And here's that, what's really weird, too. Like, why make him a painter who then goes to paint... Uh, this whole thing confounded me, but paint replicas of... Yeah, of record oh my God. covers. He, he invented a I don't job. understand why okay. that's confusing. That's totally normal. Okay, so he's going to paint a large We can only scale. print them so big. Right. So he's playing... We need humans to make them bigger. A large Back scale in the olden replica. days, they would paint every billboard by well, hand. By the way, were they even billboards? They were. They no, hung they were them like, on record yeah, stores. On the outside okay, of Tower so Records, basically. Okay, fine. For advertising of the album, he paints the album, but bigger. But not... But they but don't not want... They, they don't want the painting to be that good, though. Yeah. It's not supposed to good look good. Don't make it... He keeps, he keeps being told, don't make it look good. Oh, don't give it your, like, flourishes or whatever. Just paint it, look, make it look stupid and go hang it up, dummy. And, and my question to that is why? Yeah. Such a good question. <laughs> I wrote that a lot. But can, But... I just want to bring... I just want to bring up this one point, because I, I, before we get too far away from it, wouldn't it just... I, I just wouldn't it make so much more sense that if he painted that first album cover the, where the girl was on it, then she came to life, and yeah. then I don't even mind the club stuff, yeah. but like he painted the muse, you could, and then she came. Yeah. Not, not, not a rant. Who painted those that mural? Yeah, because that guy, like it seems like that guy needs to be. Or you could him. argue 
she is actually the muse of the man who shot the album cover because yes. she first appears in his well, okay. art. So that's a really weird scene because when Sonny Malone goes to talk to that very Sonny guy... Sonny Malone is the lead of this movie. ...to find this muse, the guy, the photographer says that she just appeared suddenly. Yeah, he says, I took 100 pictures of only the building. And in, and when one I was in the darkroom, I developed it, and there was, what in this one picture, she there is a girl in it. No, no, he said she, didn't he say that she rolled in on roller skates for one shot, and she took off, and they're yeah. like, hey, we never got her She's name, so we couldn't get her to sign the there, contract. And then she wasn't. And by the way, I would say this has sort of happened throughout the entire movie, although Gene Kelly had one moment. Nobody's really crazy fucking surprise to see her show up everywhere. Like, he's always got a chip on his shoulder like, hey, oh, well, my boss is really mad at me. I'm like, ah, uh, she just appeared out of this. Okay. This is such a good scene. They fly together. This is such a good scene because in this moment, I realized I had a real epiphany, which is the scene in which Sonny Malone is painting in his, uh, in his room. Okay. Yeah. For, uh, there's Inside a lot of people that maybe don't understand what the fuck is going on in this movie because we're saying she's his muse which they don't establish until much later in the movie almost at the end so early on all you know she is a being of pure light <laughs> who arrives in and out of the sky at whim and I wrote down I want to read the script because the first five minutes is, and then they beam up into the yeah. sky. And, and I was like, they're this beaming up the is fire a horror movie. <laughs> what this is, is a horror movie, because she is some sort of devil that has the power to appear at any time. And, and she just, like, appears to him and is like, what are you doing? While he's painting, and he's, you're right, it's just kind of like, painting, what? Oh, God. But, yeah, he sort I, of seems irritated yeah, with her. He's I, a frustrated artist, and I think he was cast really bad. <laughs> you think? You think? You, you're questioning like, his well, casting? I mean, where are they going to find an actor who can roller skate that well? First of all, well, let me just tell you two roller things. skater who can act well enough. Let me tell you two things here that will blow your mind. First of all, John Travolta was offered the role of Sonny Malone. He said no. Probably because he just was in Greece with Olivia Newton-John. He's like, let's not make this a thing. Um, yet. Let's not make this a thing yet. And then... Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Andy Gibb was first given the role of Sonny. See, now that. Yeah, and that makes more sense. He said no. It went to Travolta. Travolta said no. And then Michael Beck was just stone cold, offered the part, no audition. And the casting director was like, I know a great guy that looks like Andy Gibb. (laughs) What about one of the other Gibbs? What about Barry? What, the monster Gibb? No. We can't have Barry. He's too way, dangerous. Just, I just, have a question, oh. though. Here's, what's, here's another thing that I found very odd. So he's a frustrated painter because he, he can't find the time to do his own art. And I sort of wanted to say, like, well, you are, you are painting in your day job. Like, you are... Sure, no. He you, is being like, paid like, to do he art. He is getting to, paid to do but art. But also, and my I job did not, not seem to be... Like, you're, I hear what you're saying. Like, it was he was like, oh, was I'm so frustrated at, as an artist. I'm being paid as an artist. <laughs> Ugh, like, and he's like, he left his job as an artist <laughs> to are. work freelance, which like, the freelance work seemed to be... Like, it wasn't like, I have a dream that I'm pursuing when I'm off. He's like, 
I'm working freelance now. To be fair, and now his, I'm broke. His first line of the movie, the first line, the first spoken dialogue you see after eight beautiful women dance and go into the sky is... Oh, yeah, because after is, the silent drawing opening he says, is a six-minute, like, uh, dance montage on roller skates. Yes, so I the first actual, like, when they turned the mic on was the line, guys like me shouldn't dream anyway. <laughs> I don't... I, I rolled that around in my brain, and I'm like, guys like me shouldn't dream anyway. Yep. Anyway, good thing he had the anyway on there. Anyway, well, like, love, what were you saying before that? I love a line. I love a line that starts in the middle of a thought. Well, I, and you're I, right, Michaela, because there is like, who is this guy? I mean, we find out later on that he's like a real cad and like really, you know. Later on, oh, ladies Sonny love Malone, him. Yeah. When he goes up to that woman and is like, uh, "Can I borrow your bike? I'll bring it back," and they're like, "Sure, take it." Never drives it into. That's not his moped. Drive the moped into the ocean, and then, and it was an elaborate chase sequence, an elaborate chase sequence, and then Gene Kelly, who was at the beginning of the chase sequence, just happens to be like, "Hey, kid, you fell in the water," and I thought, "Oh, Gene Kelly is magic. He's not." He's not, not magic at all. Like, and I, no, I believe that he was okay to do that because he was magic. Now that he got really almost across town, it seemed like. Oh yeah. In a matter of seconds, he's a. I believe man. he's magic. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, it's all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. How did this get made? We'll be going to the UK in March and April, not just the UK, we're also going to Ireland. And you know what? I am excited to go overseas, but I realized that while I'm spending money over there, I could actually be making some money on the side over here by hosting my place. Now, let me tell you about hosting your place. It's something that you can do. It's available for everyone. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Now, many people uh, host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't realize that their space could even be an Airbnb. I mean, hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I just want to talk about the, just the opening montage of the, the women coming out of the, the mural because here's another thing that in the beginning when I don't know what's happening, I'm willing to understand. Like, oh, they were trapped in there because I'm going to do this and if you're listening, you won't understand. But when Olivia Newton-John comes alive, she's like, oh, and looks at her body like, oh, I'm free from this glass prison I've yes. been in. Yes. But that's not the case either. No, like, it's, it's, like, it's like the thing he put, that they put Zod, General Zod, Zod in. Zod in Superman 2. In yeah. Superman 2. It's like a two-dimensional thing floating through space. They are, appear to be trapped in a mural. But that's, they're not. No. They're living so in Mount excited. Olympus. Yes. And they're reacting like, oh, I'm finally free. It's yep. like, no, you're living in Mount Olympus. I'm finally free, and I'm so excited. I need to dance. <laughs> I need to dance because I am not free. <laughs> And then oh, fly man. over Los Angeles in a rainbow light brigade. <laughs> because what the fuck is happening? Because straight out of the gate in any movie, you they, really want to establish the, the rules. Into the Warner Brothers lot. Like that, that just felt like, they're like, yeah, we're, we're, um, we're dark that day if you guys want to use the lot. And then they didn't do anything to yep. make it look like anything other than the Warner Brothers But lot. what I was so confused at too was this record studio, maybe it's a uh, uh, time gone by, like, it seems like everything was done there like an office building. It's like, oh, you want to go to accounting? That's on the first floor. You want to go to the music videos? That's on the first, you know, second floor. You want to go, like, like everything was in one building. And it seemingly, to me, felt like the guy who was like, paint those things bigger, was also the head of the record company. Yeah. Like, yeah, something it like that. Like he was also the guy who was operating, like, the music video set. So he, yeah, he too. was. Oh, He's he the was, one that showed right? up and was yeah. like, hey, you can't turn this stuff on. You think expensive. that, like... <laughs> You think that David Geffen, when he was running Geffen Records, was like popping in going, are we blowing up the images big enough yet? Yeah. I, wa- I want these big. <laughs> uh, and he, and so he, he has my favorite line. He's like, I gave up art, and now I do this. Yeah. <laughs> Run a record studio. Well, he, goes like, he goes, look at that. Guess who did that? And it's a fucking sculpture of a, like a guy playing drums that like looks like something you would buy from like a homeless person on the street. It's like that took like, like a couple of coat hangers art. and twisted it into garbage. And he's like, garbage can, art. Can you believe like, I can you believe I did? That was me that did that. Oh, he also said, uh, he also said, look, I got money. People return my calls. <laughs> well, but I did not think I did not think he was the head of the record company. Okay, because though. I because I'm again, and my thought was if he is the head. The head of a record studio is an artistic position. Like, that's mm-hmm. not like you didn't give up art. You're still... I'm, 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 he gave up the top, he gave up the top four buttons of his shirt. <laughs> Here's the thing that's... Okay, what we, what we haven't really covered yet, because, guys... <laughs> this is a movie about two people falling in love, and Well, really, starts, three people... Three people? Well, because I mean, yeah, isn't it all? Because of Gene Kelly. Gene I mean, Kelly yeah, 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 I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and it starts, and, and romance starts like it always does with a man walking alone on the beach, a woman running into the back of him on roller skates. To meet when he turns around, she kisses him, turns into light, and flies away. <laughs> Was it a consensual kiss, you might ask? Doubt it. He had no time to see who was coming at him. 
He turns around after being bumped from behind, straight in kiss on the mouth. Now again, if we, knowing what we know now, which is the end of the movie, it's more confounding because it seems to me that if he didn't get that album cover where she was on it, he would never have gone to search her out. Right. Like he's like, yeah, this girl kissed me on the beach today. Anyway, go back to work. And then it just had this happenstance that he saw her, but it wasn't like in her plan to. Well, that's. Be his I mean, muse. honestly, maybe that, right. and maybe was, that's though. what happened, though, because ultimately she wasn't his muse, Jason. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Here we she go. She wasn't because what you Challenge said, Michaela, accepted. What you, what you said is absolutely right. He never fulfilled his artistic dream. No. He became part owner of a club? Yeah. Well, of, that, a, of a roller skating club. Of a roller skating club. That was never his dream. So why not just, she didn't... Why not just say in the beginning of the movie, oh, it's my dream to have like a roller skating club. <laughs> and then the movie would be so much more fulfilling. Um, like, wouldn't it? That, like that, he that's said, all you would need. In case you're not entirely sure it's 1980 or 79, he says, I'm tired of of painting vans and murals and album covers. <laughs> those, are the, those are the only three things that, that deserve to coat a paint. I mean, I think there's a different reading of this movie where you could say that he's actually her muse and he touches her Wait, with inspiration. Wait, the muse is muse? <laughs> Whoa, I actually agree with what you just what? said. I, too, I agree with that. You're saying that this I movie is about a muse's you. muse? Does <laughs> an earthbound muse? Yep. Nope. I no, will not accept it because it she, she, he convinces her to stop being amused, yeah. to stop her yeah. musing. And I think it just rolled around in your head. We'll get to it, but I think a case could be really made for this right here. Look, can I just the th- reason the reason sort of she comes to life is to get this other dream. So she is amused, and I, She's I know that. She's brought to life by his failed art. <laughs> Not the really, papers, though. The papers, but she doesn't no, exist go. in the that papers, thing. No, but wait. she doesn't exist no, in the papers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but that, to me, seems like a portal. Whoa. But it's That's al- what happens. No. But it's also a portal. And like That's like the entrance too. to... Yes. To, like, that just happens. To Mount Olympus? Yes. Yeah, I know. There's fucking columns, bro. <laughs> There's columns in the mural that fucking it's a it's a it's you a part of. I know we're though, taking down your culture piecemeal by this, <laughs> and you gotta hold on to it. But you God gotta. Damn it! <laughs> you have to admit there's something very magical about the way that the paper finds its way across all those different highways and byways to land right on that mural. Forrest Gump clearly sure. stole from this. But then, then it, it is she her. that finds him. He was drawing a Viking. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Don't like, talk about Vikings to me. <laughs> he should have drawn her, ripped it up, sent it away. Then the papers magically form a girl, and she's like, "Hey, yeah. now I'm a beam of light." Right? Like he didn't do anything. But because it <laughs> was Venice, didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he had such a chip on his shoulder. I don't. I don't want to be the, the. I'm not told I'm the best painter. I'm told I'm the fastest. <laughs> what if? She is his muse, but it is to find what he is truly meant to do, which is not be an artist, which is to be a good partner to Gene Kelly and to run this club and hire his art bros mm-hmm. and have them be, because it is well, artistic in some way. Are you saying, though, that, that if you're a muse, you don't need inspiration, too? No, be, no, 
No, because you're you a beam of light. You're a beam of light. But her dad <laughs> is like on her ass, going, "You got to go make this guy into a great photographer. You got to go make this guy into a great actor." But she said, "I was sent here to make Xanadu happen." Which why? That is did. her mission. And by the way, she did with the inspiration and the musings. Of Sonny Malone. Yeah. No. Of this she loser. Of the loser. Oh, boy. She's oh like, boy. what I need is a real loser. This is like a micro. This is like a microcosm <laughs> for the relationship between women and men in this big sense where it's like behind every man is a, a great powerful woman. woman. <laughs> and Amen. so what she is, she finds some loser, right? And then she's like... <laughs> She's like, you know, I'd really love a club, but, you know, what I need is this loser. I don't, I don't. Well, also, because here's again, Gene Kelly, not magic, right? So the chances, no. like. I would uh, actually say I, Gene Kelly is the one who has a very clear um, goal. He, yes. from the beginning, says he wants to open up a club called Xanadu. And he wants to realize it. And so she is brought help. to him. But they should. But what they, what should have happened again? Simple connective tissue should have been like she introduces them. That doesn't happen. He's on a mad search for this girl. He stops to get some popcorn because look, when you're on a mad dash to find someone, you gotta fill up on some some delicious popcorn. Stops he also the popcorn, along flirts with the popcorn girl. I thought this is the love of his life that he's chasing. <laughs> right. Just wants to get some dibs on other action in case it doesn't work out. Then. Continues on, but then it's like, oh, wait, there's a weird flute noise. Let me go check that out. <laughs> okay. Oh, and dude. then, and then, so it's Gene Kelly playing the clarinet on a rock, and he's like, who died? And, and so he said, he's like, uh, he's, pick up the pace, kind of, like, who's this <laughs> asshole? Like, I'm playing an instrument on a rock on a beach, and some guy's like, it sounds like a funeral dirge. And then, so he picks it up, it's and he's also, like... You're, you're right. In that moment, I thought, there's a lot of space on this beach. Like, if you don't yeah, like what he's playing, like <laughs> it's a beach. Like, go walk and then, further. And then he says, he says something like... It was 1980. He, everybody was criticizing everybody. But he goes, Whoa, guys, he goes just, is that better? And then this loser goes, well, it was faster. <laughs> and then, and then when he bumps into him again, goes, hi, clarinet. Because that's how inventive he is. His imagination is so big that he, like hot dog guy, he's like, fair, hi, hot dog. I only... To be fair, I only referred to Gene Kelly in my notes as clarinet. Hi, clarinet. Oh, hi. He also, upon meeting Gene Kelly, recaps the last 15 minutes of the movie for him. Gene Kelly's like, well, what are you doing? He goes, okay, well, I paint art. Real art? So you're an artist? Oh, no. They give me album covers. We've just seen this but guy. But let me tell you... Let me we tell know you, what's going let on. Let me tell you about, in 1980, people were leaving the theater a lot to do blow. And they would leave, and they come back, they and they don't want to miss stuff. So they yes. needed someone. Because this movie is full of recaps. Every 20 minutes, there's like a one-minute recap of the last 20 minutes. I just had a, I just had a thought. The yes. first That's how image, confusing the movie is. The first image of the movie is Gene Kelly playing the clarinet. Yes. And then the second image is him drawing. So maybe his art and Gene Kelly's music kind of meshed in the air uh -huh. and hit at the right spot and that activated the muse. Uh, I like that. I like that. That's 
interesting. She brought yeah. she brought them together. Yes. She brought their both of their needs right. together. She but a here's what's interesting. She has already been Gene Kelly's muse. Right. A partnership. In like the forties or fifties or when in, in the big band. She days. knows what he's got. Yeah. But Again, I couldn't figure out why. She's like, let's I get was the confused talent. Why, why he was like, wait, but aren't you? And she was like, I have no idea what you mean. Does she forget being people's muses? Is she like a Terminator where the Terminator, the, the one that like was in the first Or Terminator in movie. Battlestar Galactica, there's like a million nines. Yeah. You know, there's a whole bunch of nines running around yeah. or whatever. I think she felt uncomfortable being two muses to yeah. two different men at the same she's time. She's like, she oh, I understand. fucked you, but oh, I want to like fuck yeah. this other guy. She's a muse slut. She's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, but can I piggyback on that for a sec? Okay, so let's go with the theory that maybe she is pairing these two uh creative souls together to make one giant wunderblast of creativity. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just say, it reminds me of, remember in like, a, like a, the superhero thing where they were like, form of, shape of? The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So it's Wonder like, Twins. I, Wonder Twins, what, they, I remember they had to pick up an ice they were going to make an ice ball to like throw at somebody. And, well, and so one's on. like, one's like Zane form of, a, wait, hold on. into an ice ball. But like, but they're like, one is like form of a uh, ball, you know, ice. Yep. And the other one's like ball. And I was like, why couldn't it just be a ball? Why'd it have to be an ice ball? If you well, take these two people. Well, hold on. Oh, I know can only Zane one has to transform into something with water. water while Jane but, but, but they didn't need, they didn't need him. They didn't need him or her, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just like they don't need they don't need that other they don't need Andy Gibb guy no they don't they don't need they like, don't. like she could have just worked with yeah it just could have been Gene mommy Kelly, and granddaddy and it could have been a really cool nice joint that yep. actually made some modicum of sense sure but it also seemed like Gene Kelly was like this is perfect like Gene Kelly was a little crazy too because he loved the end idea but it, it goes back was to my Gene Kelly also I'm sorry to interrupt but he, was he did he say at one point that he was in the family construction business? Yes, yes. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. he, 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 he constructs he, families all over <laughs> the United States, wherever he, he they need putting music. together. He left he music, music to, but what is the, to make buildings. Make yeah, buildings. construction. And, and that's how he got all that bread. His family's construction, construction business. business. Okay. I Wait, did you really think it was the construction of families? No, I did not. I did not. He's like, I'm putting mommies and daddies together. I'm giving them children, top to bottom. I'm bringing, I'm bringing, I'm constructing just, these families the American way. Just a little background on Gene and Kelly. And I'm rich as shit because of it. But but here's the thing. Sorry, Paul. But he wanted he wanted um, Malone to go into business with him because he felt like Malone would know where the hot commercial real estate spots were. Yeah, he gives him, he that gives it? him that, that was the task. He's like, hey kid, you find me a space to run my club. And he's like, oh, this guy's making me find, like he's making him a real estate agent. Another thing that he's not equipped to do. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, except that then his muse is like, well, what about this place? You know, and then that's, he, she puts him on the path that part actually, actually did add up for me. How? I'm, I'm yeah. just now realizing. This movie was so cuckoo bananas that this part, I was you know like, I'll, I'm willing to buy this. I've hundred. actually... Again, my, my whole thing is like, he's a fucking painter. At least when they have the club, they'll go, and you can paint your giant mural yeah, here. No. Yeah. Like, or, he doesn't do anything. Happen. Or he like never even goes, on the floor. He, yeah, you would want it to be like, leather chairs. 
you know, why? Like, he doesn't describe He's anything. He's not even a designer. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem to. He doesn't bring yeah. anything to the club nothing. on any level. He brings nothing to the club. <laughs> he, to, the, to the degree that he also, once she kind of accomplishes her task and is like, <laughs> I know my job here is done. I now have to turn into a yellow beam of light and disappear from the staircase. Um, he's like, I can't go on. Can't, I can't do the club. Yeah. And Gene Kelly has to come to the beach and be like, we're going to miss you tonight at the grand opening of the club. Which, seemingly, this movie happens in four and a half days. And Max. Max. And the club is an abandoned, like, weeds growing in front of it. Wreck. Yeah. And then it is a transformed into a multi-million dollar club. Yeah. Overnight, seemingly this overnight. Movie, if if this movie had at the end, and no magical powers were used to do that, it was real construction labor. <laughs> if it had at the end, like whatever, all of the music and had pulled back, pulled back, pulled back, and then like it had like pulled out of his head while he was like in a coma, and then it was like boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that would have been the most satisfying ending, because. This movie is a movie, or this, or if it had just been like, if it had pulled back and he was just painting, and then his workmates were like, Sonny? Sonny? And he was like, huh? And he was like, oh, I just had the weirdest daydream. I was gonna say, what if it, what if it was more like a Newhart ending, and Zeus wakes up next to uh, Hera, yeah. and you're like, oh my God, I had the craziest dream about our daughter yep. last yeah. night. Yeah. Oh, that, I would have believed that. I would have believed or, it. This could have been a movie about a man and his imaginary friend, Olivia Newton-John. Or Olivia Newton-John wakes up, and it's like <laughs> 2018. Right. And she's like... Still looking for a missing husband? On skates, and everybody's like, ha Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I feel like I lost you guys there. I, I want to talk about. I want to talk about the um, the Gene the Gene Kelly memory boner scene, as how I call it. Oh God! Where he they make it. the most bizarre choice. He's listening to an old song and remembering it, and instead of like going into his memory, he stays in the left corner of the screen. In the focus. dream is in the in, right, in focus, and he's just like. My eyes away yeah. from it. Yeah. That I, I felt like was directly meant to be like a jerk off scene. <laughs> That's like, that a memory bone. Let me tell you a couple things about Gene Kelly. First of all, is on record as saying he only took the role because filming was a short drive from his Beverly Hills home to the set. The big dance number between Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton John was filmed after production had wrapped as an afterthought. Like, Oh yeah, we should get these two mm. together in the movie. Um, and he, you he, mean this the boners, the one you're talking about, the the, yeah, the yeah. boners. Oh, scene. because wow. it was the and, best scene. without that scene, that you would scene, never know that those two were connected at all. Yes. And, and it's I terrific. Thought. And it's Gene Kelly choreographed it. it, and this tells me something about what he thought about the movie. He only would agree to do it if it was a closed stage with only him. Him, uh, with only him, Olivia, a cameraman, and two other people. And that, that guy, Sonny, f- as far away from you <laughs> yeah. as, as humanly possible. That's amazing. In and fact, that- nobody can talk about the weather. That's how much I don't want, I don't want to know, I don't want to hear Sonny. <laughs> 
nothing. Because every time they showed those two in a two shot, it was Gene Kelly, and then you see like the back of poor Michael's head. That's the actor's name, is yeah, Michael. Yeah. And he's just like, everything's ADR'd. Every single thing I'm saying is completely ADR'd. Gene Kelly being totally charming. And then more ADR'd stuff from that guy. Gene Kelly really, like, I was enamored with him in this. I was like, wow, he's great. Yeah. He's amazing he's in this movie. And uh, it's kind of a sequel. Um, there's a 1944 movie called Cover Girl in which Gene Kelly starred, and he played Danny McGuire. Dancer, dancer, cover girl. Really? Sequel. I don't know if that was intentional. Ooh, I kind of like that, though. Um, can I just play you a clip of no. the director? Now, by the way, this director didn't direct any other um, dramatic films after this. He went on to be a fantastic documentarian and directed Outfoxed and the Walmart documentary. Oh, wow. Like, this, is, this director is uh, a very established, uh, great director. But here, this is uh, the director just talking about the movie. Here we go. Uh, I remember very clearly getting this script. It was like 45 pages. Uh, it was very weak to be polite about it. And I said, oh, well, I guess they're going to fix it. Universal called me back and threw the thing at me and said, we want you to rewrite it. So now I have an original script. I'm rewritten. I have an original, another script and I'm rewritten. He did it one more time, maybe two more times. Well, lo and behold, the script never got fixed, uh, became longer than 45 pages. But for myself, there was always frustration that we really never had a script and we never solved a script. My solution was to dream up the most interesting, magical musical numbers, do a great, good old-fashioned musical, uh, only brought up to date. So that was it. There was no script. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. A 45-page script was like rushed into production. <laughs> 45 pages? I told that, everything by the way, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Because that's about the amount of movie there is here. If you don't think these people kiss themselves into an animation sequence, <laughs> you'd be wrong. Um, by the way, some facts about the animation sequence. Done by Don Bluth. That's yep. why it looks like Fern Gully. Um, but more interestingly... The movie was running a little short on time. Oh, really? And instead of, <laughs> instead of going in for reshoots, it was cheaper to do an animated yep. sequence after the fact. I am not surprised by that in the least. And just to, uh, just to show you um, the... Uh, I just want to show you this one thing. Uh, this is uh, the thing that was so interesting to me was that the animated Olivia Newton-John is wearing leg warmers. This, Paul, can you stop right there? This, this entire animation sequence, if you watch it, because it starts with them kissing, is the sex scene of this movie. The entire sex scene takes place with magical cartoon characters, like, blasting each other into flower shapes. And that is real. I watched it again and jerked off. And it works, guys. It works. It being my dick. Uh, I want to throw one more fact at you and then we can get back to talking about it. Um, how much would you say it cost to build this, the Xanadu Club? I would 14, say, $14. How much, how much is a porn set? <laughs> Priceless. 
What's well, weird? There are so many. That's one thing I walked away with. There are a lot of like cavernous, large um, spaces in this movie. Like there are. There's the huge like space where they shoot the music video or the music video stuff is. There's the club. Like there are just. Big space. Couple actors walking into Big enormous spaces. spaces. And, and would you say that that would mean that the movie was like really expensive or really cheap? I, you know, I think for this time, yeah. like 1980, I bet you this was a big budge. Twenty million dollars no. to yeah. make this movie in 1980, which is like I feel like a hundred million dollars today, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Twenty million dollars. Oh, the whole movie. The whole movie. Okay. The Xanadu set only a cool mill. They spent a million on the movie and nineteen million on just coke. <laughs> coke and roller skates. More roller skates. Coke and skate lube. I want these skates lubed up. I need them going faster. I need all these mustachioed weirdos on skates to be unsettlingly, uncomfortably on their feet. Uh, I would love it if that director was only like, well, it was 45 pages, uh, so we did a lot of cocaine, and we did the best we could, which was very poor. (laughs) Joel Silver, Joel Silver, producer of movies like Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, he was one of the producers, and apparently locked the screenwriter in a room for over three days straight because he wouldn't finish the rewrites. (laughs) That screenwriter that we saw there looks like an ex-drummer for the Ramones. Yes. And he says, the Joel Silver quote is, that son of a bitch wouldn't deliver, so I locked him in a room. Oh, I wish we were making movies in the 80s. Because I'm just realizing now, like, yeah, why wasn't Sonny Malone a musician, even, or uh, a dancer? Yeah. Great. He doesn't dance, he doesn't sing, he doesn't do anything. Act, he doesn't know. <laughs> You know, I did love his co-workers at the oh, art yeah. factory. Oh, that one they oh, were yeah. just one wonderful. Guy, I mean, this is an old reference, but the, wouldn't that one guy, his, like, the sassy guy, remind you of uh, from John Barney Miller? Oh. Oh, oh, the one with the know. glasses? Yeah, the guy. Yeah. I love when he said to him, this is, the, this is the act out line, like before it would go to commercial if it came on network television. He said, you're going to make it as an actor, as a, you're going to make it as an artist because you're nuts. <laughs> Are you developing this for I've got a TV? Yeah. yeah, yeah I would like to see it. the further adventures of Xanadu. Uh, what happens two days after it closes? <laughs> and I the also idea of Xanadu is the idea of Xanadu, because like, again, the movie's like, well, we're going to have a club that is like the 40s and the 80s, but then it really is just a roller skating club. Well, yep. there's also music, That's there's a bunch of music being played by. Uh, the Tubes. <laughs> the band, the, the new wave band, The Tubes. Yeah, yeah but there's nothing, there's nothing 40s about the but, club. But, but what's his face? Uh, the dummy kid. He's like, I like rock music, man. Yeah. And, but that wasn't rock music. No, no it was like bring... synthesizer. He was like, we need synthesizers and six guys in jumpsuits, yeah. also known as The Tubes. <laughs> can we get Devo? No, we can get Devo ripoff band, The Tubes. <laughs> And also, another thing this club was kind of missing was any libations. There was no glass. No, there was nobody no. having a beverage. Yeah. There were no spectators. Well, there were also, only people who were in the choreographed dance. But to me, my thought was, is that part of the deal? 
you are performing when you go to this club. Like, oh, there is, like, right. like you've learned in. the numbers. Yes. Why else would the club have a curved a part of it that goes all the way around like a roller derby ring? Yeah. Like, the club is built as if it's like a, 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 a where, what's it called? A, 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 where you race bicycles, yeah, yeah, you know? Like, that um, didn't seem like fun, though. Yeah. It did seem like a lot of fun. And I love the I also dance thought he would play clarinet at the end. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, they didn't really tie any threads. Olivia Newton-John Newton broke her coccyx, But the, the takeaway from this movie really is, like, if you're an artist That's and you true. have a dream to do your art, like, you should give that up. <laughs> you really yeah. should. And, like, and for, become a businessman. And become a businessman. The person who wins in this movie is Simpson. His boss, who's like, you should take business more seriously. When I do it as a series, right? you're going to play him. You're yeah. going to play his, him. His philosophy is actually the Wins one that the is day. true. Oh, guys, yep. I'm sorry. While you were talking, I just happened to look at one of my notes. I did tell you the budget was $20 million. Mm-hmm. It was budgeted for four. <laughs> and... Production costs and delays increased it by 13 million. It went. <laughs> hey, hey, so. 13 uh, million over budget. So I just came from Xanadu and uh, we're a little over. We're a, we're a little over right now. Oh, yeah, sure. No, yeah, well, what, a couple hundred thousand? Uh, okay, yeah, no, it's we a are, four million we are triple movie. the budget <laughs> over right now. <laughs> so. Um, Four um, million and it went thirteen ooh, million over. Ooh, also, the lead actor murdered someone. Ooh, um, and also everybody has broken legs from the roller skating. <laughs> so we just have been giving skates to extras. <laughs> ooh, also Andrew Lloyd Webber is furious. <laughs> um, he even says. He even says back to his coworkers, uh, uh, I'm jumping back, but he, he says, you know that dream of mine? Well, I'm finally doing it. Yeah. That's him when he quits. And yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? What? What dream? To I be mean, a freelance I artist? I don't care that you're doing it. Just tell me what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Well, I, I feel like it, we we have we've obviously have a lot of questions, but I want to open it up to you guys out here who might have some questions. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some stuff with me. Here we go. All right. So, uh, who raise your hand if you got a question? All right. Here we go. Good good questions from the people down here. Good people. Good people. All right. Here we go. What is your name? What you would call this movie? Oh, someone's playing a How This Get Made bingo. How are we doing? Let's see. Wait, there's a how did this get made bingo? Jason, what is this? Jason, say dum-dum. Haven't I already? No. According to this bingo, you have not. Dum-dum. You're close. You got a very close now to making Does that mean somebody is going to scream bingo in the middle of this show? Is this a thing that's happening that I'm unawares of? Question back here. Your name, sir, what you would call Xanadu in your question. Uh, my name's Jay. I would just call it what the fuck? <laughs> and my question is, you guys haven't talked about the, the scene where they go into the music recording studio that has palm All the trees sets. And, and a rooftop scene and a, a wind machine and rain. And, and the boss that. suddenly shows up and says, this stuff is expensive. Well, that, I, I thought was, you were going to say we didn't talk about the Gene Kelly makeover scene. His coming out. Which we did. His coming out of the closet oh, scene. We didn't, now we, we know why it didn't work with him and Olivia Newton-John in 1945. Oh, interesting. Well, I was fascinated by that because it was a recording studio that looked like a music video. Oh, no, I think it was for music videos. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, they yeah, said recording, and all that stuff was to inspire them. So no. Like, no, Paul. Yes. No, Paul. Yes. Paul. Paul. My friend, Paul. my friend here. Paul. Wait, here we go. Paul. By the way, June's not Paul. even going Hold along on. with this. Hold on. Hold on. Paul. How many people agree with me by applause that I'm right? Because I am How right. many people agree with us? All right, don't I, try and juice it, no, guys. It, it what, is, what are you even he saying? He says it. He said when they walk in, he goes, this is our recording stages. We have these things to inspire our artists. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Remember, he goes, I don't know how to work this stuff. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. And then all of a sudden they skate and things happen, everything. But wait, I have a question. What, what do you imagine the artists would do on these things? Yeah, they'd be like, ooh, um, deserted island. Ooh, that makes me think of something. But, but that also... Just go for a think, walk. But that also, again, it shows no knowledge of the music business. Because you'd be like, all right, let's get into the studio and just start... I mean, is that how it works? You just start Also, you know what you don't do? You don't like, record music in like an airplane hangar full of fucking... Yeah. Where Giant rooftop props. scenes drop from the ceiling. Yeah. What? No. Right. That's where By you record way, porn. They both, they both fly in that scene briefly, and he does not react to it. Again, again, I do believe this entire movie is about someone's mental illness. It's like Our, Birdman, where there's stuff that you're like, did that really happen, or is he just in his head in that scene? Like that could be this. This is the first Birdman. <laughs> Mike, uh, your name, your title, and your question. 
Uh, my name is Bree. My title would be, you don't have to do this, Gene Kelly. <laughs> um, and I was wondering if you found in any of your research, what was the impetus for this movie? What was the inspiration? Because when I was watching it, it was, I just kept thinking, they must have thought, let's make a movie where we just piss all over Gene Kelly's corpse. And then they found out he wasn't dead yet, so they hired him on. Because it just keeps mocking all these musicals. And- so you're asking, who's the muse for this who's the muse? movie? I do, in the notes uh, compiled by our great intern, Nick Kelly, uh, uh, Kylie, I have, uh, I do have what it's based on. It's based on an older movie, but I can't imagine, I mean, the idea of a muse inspiring someone is a classic tale that could have been executed so, like, that's the thing. So simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So simple. Have yeah. a dream. Make the, make it. I love it. I love too that in the movie when she reveals that she's a muse in a section that is you know how DVD chapters have titles it's called Kira's Secret <laughs> and she says I'm a muse why don't you believe me look it up in a dictionary which he does they then close in on the dictionary so you can follow along I guess in case you're a dummy and you need to be explained what a muse is and then the TV talks to no, him. No, there's a joke and yeah, in, there's in a there. joke which is says, "Do you believe me now, Sonny?" And then yeah, the TV, she's like, there, "TV," Jason. and the TV turns on. Oh, that was. Nice. And then the people on TV talk to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated this movie. <laughs> I I like that part. I liked everything except him being like, instead of going, "Holy shit," is going, "Oh, what? Let's do no!" Like he's so. Yeah, he's like, oh, what am I, a real estate agent? And she's like, well, what about my place? I've never seen your place. I heard you, you're sisters. I get it. He was such a, he was such a jerk. He seems like, I'm like, you're going to leave your amazing life where you get to travel time and be with all these people and do all these amazing things for this guy? Are you kidding me? I still want to crack into the end at one point, too, because... What exactly happens yeah, there? Yeah, is, is that the crux of the movie, that she has to make this decision to be with him or to go back to, to be immortal? Well, she made the decision, but Zeus is like, you got to stay. I need, I need him all my muses. Well, you this know what is else when just they, occurred listen, to me? That's when they blew our minds, I think, with that. If she was, um, if she was Gene Kelly's muse in the big band era, right? And he's like, I got my own band, blah, blah, blah. Why... I guess maybe she was just his muse only in as much as he had the success that he had because I guess once she disappeared, he didn't play clarinet anymore. But I'm like, also confused Well, about- he says, did, doesn't he say, though, that when she left, mm-hmm. he, he stopped. stopped yeah, that's the music when went out of his him. dream died. Isn't that antithetical to being a muse? Yeah, it yeah. is. When so she left, left, when she it's left, not right? at all. Yeah. Like a muse, because I believe, is like her. she's like I changed this for the best, and now right. or unless Off you go again, she's a business muse right. because it it brings him into the business of yes. constructing families. Yeah, like stop being a good clarinet player. Go be a great. Hang up the clarinet. Of hang up your paintbrushes. Be a club owner. <laughs> be a construction worker. Stop. Everybody, stop trying to be artistic. Yeah. By the way, it I, was the '80s. I think we figured out the best title for this movie: Business Muse. Um, but there was uh, what was I saying? I also had an issue with him because he also seemed like he was a singer, and I don't know many clarinet what? players who can. He, he oh, sang. Yeah, Gene Kelly did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you a clarinet slash singer like that? Like you're like I play the clarinet and I sing. That would be a real hard combo to pull off. But I think that's why to answer. Uh, that young woman's question is 
that that's that was the impetus for the film is to show that Gene Kelly can do everything. That and he really could. He like really when he could. was dancing, especially in the scene, the one with Olivia Newton-John, when his boner fantasy comes to life. But yeah, that was Amazing. transformative. Like that was phenomenal. He is Amazing. effortless and so. And he, I don't know how old is he when this is done. Someone. 70s. He looks oh, 68 great. 68 years old. Mm-hmm. He and died he's in shaming 96. everyone else. He was alive for 16 more years, but said, no more movies after this one. <laughs> oh, is Literally. this the last one? Yep. The, 1980. This was really his last one? Yep. And then he didn't, he died in 1996. I was like, oh, he died right Even after Even when he's it. doing nope. the horrible makeover montage, it's still, he transcends what's going on. He's, 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 he's really quite wonderful. The only issue I have with that, mo- that dressing up montage is, He's like, I gotta get new duds, but his new duds look like his old duds. Yeah. Like, he looks like an old man at the end, and he looked like an old man in the beginning. He didn't look bad, but he didn't really get new duds. He looks deep into his eyes and said, I never had a partner before. Take me shopping. <laughs> and I just... Um, all right, your, your, uh, you your name, your title of the movie, and your question. My name's Ben. Uh, title will be Xana Don't. <laughs> Boom! Whoa, there it is. You should just sit down, Ben. It doesn't get better than that. Uh, and I'd like to know, uh, Mary Kill Fuck, the three main characters. <laughs> okay. Mary Kill Fuck. Okay. I'm really going to think about this. Mary Jean Kelly. Mary Jean Kelly. I think everybody agrees yeah. with and I th- Jean Oh, Kelly. guys, this is so easy. And yeah, kill, it's so easy. Kill the bad guy, and I'm yeah. going gonna to fuck... <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! Of course, that's I would. We all. I'd marry and then all. I'm gonna yeah. fuck Gene Kelly for the rest of my life. <laughs> wait a second, guys. Great. You guys Done. have it. You guys have it Done. all wrong. First of all, fuck the guy who yells at all the painters. God, that guy is wild. Second wait, of all, the boss? He said the three main characters. Yeah. Oh, three main. Okay, I was gonna say <laughs> penis pubes. Mary, definitely. Oh. You know what? Speaking of random Popcorn characters, Bender though, kill. what about that? What about that guy that Sonny runs into as he's searching for his muse, who offers to his show? His yes, Lou. That was just Lou. That was disgusting. He's like, hey, you're single. You're single. What about my daughters? And he unfolds oh, yeah. his wallet. Pictures. That was called exposition. That's horrible. We got to show that he. Everybody wants to set him up. He's real hot to trot. Yeah. As I will, but to be fair, and I will say, as a single man, mm. men offer me their daughters all the time. All the time. They're just like, please, Jason, fuck my girls. Mm. No, well, please, they what, don't, because okay. that's a lunatic's okay. behavior. And what to me was really disturbing about it was that he was pulling out like wallet-sized. Picks. Yeah. Like, I don't think they like... were his daughters. Yeah. They were like high school <laughs> senior like, pictures. These are my girls. I got all it was kinds of girls. Tall girls, short girls. This girl? one's got a lisp. Come on, Sonny. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Another question. Your name, your name of the movie, and your question. Uh, my name's Caitlin. Name of the movie's Career Killer. And <laughs> I was just curious if you guys noticed when. Um, Sonny Malone meets Gene Kelly outside of the record store. He's putting up those large, stupid records, and he just walks off, leaves the ladder there, leaves the rest of the pictures there. Oh my and, God, so and many things. Him to his house, this mansion, huge mansion. That's just- oh, and by the way, thinking about that as well, leaving all of his equipment there—that's a big no-no. But secondly, 
why is he even putting it up? This is a real full-service job. <laughs> like, he's, he's hanging them up yeah, as well? Uh, you finished painting it, now go hang it outside the record store. For this, you get a Tara Reid stick. That's a really good question. A really good... Who has faith in their question? Oh, this guy in the front. You, oh, you got one, too? All right. What's your question? Your name, your title of the movie? Uh, it's uh, Joe. Can I sing the, the title? A hundred percent, Joe. <laughs> Shit, doo-doo. That's pretty bad. I liked it, but I wish you would have just continued it on. That was good. All right. Shit, doo-doo. Here, here we go. Your question. <laughs> Given the, um, the sexy short shorts and the uh, radical roller skates, who would be more likely to be recast as Sonny Malone, uh, yourself or uh, Jason? Oh, me or you, Jason, as Sonny Malone? To be cast as Sonny Malone? <laughs> Gosh, we both we both have so many qualities. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we. You know what? We could both probably do it together. Yeah, you know, it would be the combination of both of us that would be the true I, embodiment of Sonny Malone. I mean, son, I mean, you know, it's. Also, I mean, if you think about it, Gene Kelly is the original Sonny Malone. Yeah, and and then you know, so I'll be the older guy, you be the younger guy, and we got a whole new movie. Sure, June, you could be the June. You want to be the muse? Yes, please. All right. Is there anything for Michaela? Oh, I, can I was the, just going to offer Michaela the great big casting role here. Zeus played by a woman. Boom. Nailed it. And I can say... Zeus in a Tron-like world. <laughs> I was going to... I wanted to be one of the painters in the office at the uh, beginning who's always... Oh. Who's Those ladies always are the best. We always you. believed in you, Sonny. Not to upset the boss and, you know... <laughs> I'll make an excuse for you. <laughs> Your name, your title of the movie, and your question. You seem very confident that you have the best question. Uh, my name is Dave. Um, title of the movie, um, my friend thought of it, Graffiti Girls from Greece. Oh, I like that. Graffiti Girls from and Greece. And I like that you gave your friend credit. <laughs> friend, do you get a sticker, the Not the Beast sticker? Um, my question is, when they're talking to Zeus, Zeus is a Greek god. Why does he have an English accent? <laughs> And Great his, question. And his daughter has an Australian accent. Yeah, his accent. daughter's Australian. Let's, let's actually, let's maybe play that scene just for a and second. And is she, I have a question while you're getting that ready. Was she Australian the whole time? There was like, the first 20 minutes, I was definitely sure she wasn't Australian. Yeah. And then she was very Australian. Um, here yeah. we go. This is the Mount Olympus scene. That was before they paid for the dialect coach. This is Mount Olympus in a Tron-like world. We need to be together. All right, that's enough. You're leaving. Kira's staying. No more discussions. Those are the rules, and that's all there is to it. On the other hand, dear, rules were made to be broken. We'll talk about that later. Which is later, and which is earlier? I keep forgetting. Just a minute. Isn't anyone interested in my feelings? What do you mean, feelings? Oh, you remember, pet. We learnt about feelings in our mortal history class. Yes, feelings. I guess that's what you call them. Twenty million dollars really spent on a movie where they're both in black. Twenty million. I've never asked to leave here. Not ever. Not once in the whole time I've been here. No, it's true, dear. She hasn't. Not in all these centuries. What is it, minutes? This is what the movie looks like. Can't we just have this one night? Just one night. Somebody should go buy a light pipe. It's not possible. Goodbye. Oh, and then Sonny gets put into like. Kira? 
All right, so this scene is garbage. Um, It's almost like Hera has dementia in it as well. She's like, I don't remember what's earlier and what's later. Uh, That's when I was just like, this is so heavy. (laughs) She's right. Because she says, see you in a moment or centuries. And, uh, all right, there's a couple... couple more uh, well you know what Maybe like, it's let's time. not answer those <laughs> see in a moment of centuries let's not answer those weird hard questions <laughs> I now obviously we have an opinion about this movie but there are other people that have a different opinion it is now time for second opinions second opinions these are five star reviews called from Amazon real people talking about a classic film. Um, there were so many of them. The one that thing that uh, we noticed in compiling these is there was quite a few, more than ten, that the review was five out of five stars, my wife loves this movie. <laughs> Things like, I'm going to get some brownie points for this one, my wife loves it, but literally, my wife loved it, my wife loves it, like 20 reviews of my wife. And it it might as well be my wife loves this movie and I love blowjobs. But like why do you need to write a review on Amazon? Because like in case anybody's like why are you watching it for the 20th time? My wife. Here's I'm gonna I wanted him writing. There are so many great ones in here. I'm just gonna kind of give you a sampling of them. This is from Jay Trillo, Miss Mustang Mary. And she writes I need this so that I could do a drag number for a show. But the show was canceled. I love the movie. Five out of five stars. This one uh, was, uh, was kind of great, too. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to cut to the middle of it. This film was created to make you dream, for your mind to be mesmerized by the colors, the music, and the beauty of its entirety. The music was great, the plot was cute, and while many may laugh at the roller boogie of the last scene, it takes me back to my high school years, going to the rink, that was the thing to do! All in caps. Thank you, Olivia, Gene, and ELO for making a movie and music that I still enjoy to this day. Five exclamation points. T. Johnson, North Potomac, Maryland. Five out of five stars. I like all that specifics. Come find me if you've got a problem with it. North Potomac. I'm here and I'm ready to defend myself. I'm on skates. I love this movie. From Mandela. I don't know if it's the same one. Guys. I hope so. It's him. I hope so. This movie should not be seen for the first time if you're over the age of nine. But if you're under the age of nine, it is simply fantastic. I am buying it for my fiance's nieces. Weird, weird, weird. (laughs) 
okay. signed that nine and a half super year old. weird. It is. I'm a buying gr- it for my nieces. Cool. I'm buying it for my fiance's nieces. I'm a creep. Yeah. Now, as Mandela puts in in brackets, I'm buying it for my fiance's nieces. Being raised by two older sisters, he knows the words to all these songs. Close quotes. So we don't know what's going on there. But he goes, Mandela goes, this is a great intro to the Gene Kelly musicals of yesteryear, as well as classic mythology. So just take it for what it is and share it with the little girl in your life. Five out of five stars. Oh, that's right? so creepy. Right? So creepy. See, you guys weren't on board in the beginning when I thought he was a creep. But at the end, 100% fucking creep. Now, and, and little did we know, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Nelson Mandela had a lot of time in prison yep. to write good the, Amazon reviews. It's one of the only movies they had in prison. Um, I guess we're going to watch Xanadu again? Yep. That was in the movie. Idris Elba was like, are we watching Xanadu? They were like, yep, we're going to do it. So no other a, movies from yesteryear? Nope, that's it. Just Xanadu. <laughs> My favorite one here. This is from Leah. Uh, My three daughters have been watching this for the last month from Netflix, and I'm going to buy a copy. They are now roller skating and singing and having a great time, just like I did when I was their age. Yes, this movie won't solve the world's problems. <laughs> Disagree. That's what it aspired to. <laughs> I, I disagree. I absolutely think it will. It won't solve the world's problems, but it's good. It's clean fun, no sex, no risque anything, and a few chaste kisses. One woman in a bikini, lots of music and dancing. I counted. I just, just a heads up, there's one two piece in it. <laughs> Goofy? Oh, God. Yes. Worthless? No. Because <laughs> those are two, the two things that are in opposition to each other. Watch it, have fun, find a roller rink, and take your kids skating. Leave the cell phones at home and have some real fun. <laughs> five out of five stars. Wow. I think, June, you'll, you'll probably agree with me on this. Do you, I think they did have sex in the animated thing when they both jumped into that flower and the flower closed around them. Yes. It looked yes. like it. Right? That animation sequence was the sex, sex scene. That was sex. It was birds, it was bees, it was flowers, yes. it was humping, it was sex. And, and also, just to point out, uh, the movie was based on a 1947 film called Down to Earth. Um, I think yeah. you'll be surprised... <laughs> I we think you'll it. be surprised, you though, and I, I've saved this kind of for the end of where the movie's inspiration came from. And uh, here, we'll just play this for a second. All right, so here we go. Sitting in Santa Monica or the Palisades, and it's a writer, a producer, and a friend kept bugging me about doing a story on what had started as a small little thing of Venice Beach just kept growing and growing, which was roller skating. The friend was Brian Grazer. I, I think he's emerged a little bit bigger than the assistant that he was then. I built the storyline to go toward a big rock club at the end, which I called Xanadu. And I took it, yes, both after the 
the house that uh, Orson Welles named in Citizen Kane, and of course he took it from the Coleridge poem. In Xanadu did Kubla Khan a stately pleasure dome decree. That's it. But so Brian Grazer, in passing, said make a movie about a club named Xanadu, and that is it. Brian Grazer, not a producer, but inspired the entire movie. So he was the muse. He was, that's what I was going to point out. Brian Grazer is the, the muse, muse of Xanadu. Xanadu. The Xanamuse. Um, in, in, in summation, I'd like to respectfully ask this movie to go fuck itself. You were not inspired. <laughs> I, I did not find it inspiring, although Gene Kelly was amazing. I thought Olivia Newton-John was great, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, she wait, she you're was, saying I no? thought she was fine. I just, I, I, I just, she had very, she's I so, felt like she had very little to do, actually. She was just roller skating and was kind of positive vibes in the Tron universe. That's enough for me. But like Gene Kelly, I was like, wow, this is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, incredible. I would say you have to watch this. Like, I feel like this is the most important movie ever made. Because we take for granted, like we see movies are like, oh, I hated that movie. Most movies do the job of creating a cohesive plot yeah. that goes like, uh-huh, got it, got it, got it. This one disregards that. We should be thankful. This makes you're you thankful for every bad experience. You're right, you're never ahead of the movie. You're never like, I bet I know where this is gonna go. Yeah. Like, no. You're never trapped in that thing of like, oh, I bet in 15 minutes there's going to be like a, a nine-minute dance montage in a costume shop. Oh, yep, here it is. And I, I really love at the end the way they move into the Xanadu song with the whole like dancing and the clomping of the roller skates. I, I, I had a I question that about too. that. So why, when, she's, when they're in the Tron universe... And they're like, no, you can't go back to Earth. You can't whatever. But then when they open Xanadu, she's there. Because Zeus is like, all right, kid, take they the car. They a moment or centuries. Yeah. They forget. Okay. I just, I wanted Zeus to make... and the wife kind of continue the talking. Yeah. And they're like, you should let her go. And he's like, oh, all right. And then he lets her go with all the muses. And they all perform. I guess that's true, yeah. But then here's the trick. They all blast up into heaven. No one reacts. As everyone, no one reacts. There's nobody in the ever. club anymore. Everybody's gone. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, no, no, it's, that's everybody it's appears to be gone, but then he, he's like looking at the empty stage, but then he walks over to Gene Kelly, and yeah, it's crowded it's again. It's crowded again. He's wearing his Xanadu jacket. Uh, Worst. It's like branding, the elastic branding. around the waist. <laughs> you got to brand merch. it. You got to brand it, guys. And, and, uh, and Gene Kelly's like, uh, someone's waiting for you. And it was her. As a waitress. And she, and but it's not her because she doesn't appear to know who he is. Right. Well, now I'm thinking, though, that... Uh, do you yay. think, like... Okay. What do you, what do you think, Well, I don't do you? know. I'm thinking... Work it out. Uh, do you think she... I mean, are we supposed be to Be like, who wants she, to be a millionaire? Hear it out loud. Yeah. yeah say what's going on out there out, out loud. come back as a moral? It's just tricky because I don't know who she is, you know? I don't know... Who the last girl is, you mean? The girl that... The, 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 the waitress? The waitress girl, you mean, right? I guess what I'm saying is, like, maybe there's a world in which these men, these weak men, like, start to sort of see <laughs> the same woman. Like, they're not really... See- <laughs> All women to them are Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's like, all they see is Olivia Newton-John. None of them are her. I none guess of them is are what her. I'm saying. Yeah, all of them are they're played by all... her, but none of them are her. Yeah, none of them are Kira. Is what I'm saying. They're all sort of like vaginas that talk. Projections of their. Own. <laughs> <laughs> 
talking or anything. I said vaginas. Wait, so Kira is. Yes, vaginas that talk. Like they're not. By the way, such a better movie. (laughs) So like, it's Kira just like a form that is sent. So like that Kira that like Zeus kind of threw him a bone and was like. Take this soulless Kira, like she looks like the one that you love, but See, she's not. I think it could have been answered if he acted the the last line of the movie. He says, "Like, can we?" The last line of the movie is, "Can we go somewhere and talk for a while?" Okay. Now she's the waitress, right? Olivia and, Newton-John is playing the waitress, the waitress, but is not so, the character she has been playing the whole time. Well, we, we don't know because if he no, if he said it know. to her, like, "Can we go somewhere and talk?" And then she he looked at her and gave her like a. I know who you are, and she gave him like a. Yeah, how would you le- not? She's then not you would go. She became immortal. But if he's like, uh, hey, uh, uh, you look in in his mind, telegraphing on his face, you look like that girl that I was following around for the whole movie, but not really that impressed to see her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go somewhere and talk? Then it'd be like, oh, you met the mortal version of your muse. Not. Wait. So they you know can be I mean? like there are mortal versions of. The- because now I'm confused too because if I she's immortal like she should have said like hey I did this for you I gotta right? say this okay if she did become immortal at the end immortal, no, not immortal right a mortal person a-mortal. if she became immortal then it sucks that she's just like a waitress at this club <laughs> Again, my point, why would you leave your amazing life for this guy in this job? But she just was performing on stage and looks nothing different. Like, so if they put her in a black wig at the end, you're like, oh, interesting. But she was just performing, and then, like, and then two seconds later, like, ma'am, uh, martini, please. Well, but, maybe what well, they're saying, you the guys, wait, no, wait, you guys, wait. maybe what they're ultimately saying is that this whole thing of, like, I, I was touched by a muse. I was inspired. Like, we're looking to these outside things to inspire us. Right. When ultimately, like, that's that comes from within, really. Wait, wait, wait. So, no, Judith, so I thought you were going to go in a different way. Wait, I was going to say this. <laughs> I was going to say this. We're so busy looking for our muse that we don't notice one right under our nose, oh. a cocktail waitress. But well, he but does here's notice her and says, let's go talk for a while. Well, this is what I would argue. They don't even because, have drinks at that place. Because the dummy guy... <laughs> is watching Olivia Newton-John and the other muses. They're dancing and they're doing a whole thing and then they all, boom, go into the sky, right? right. Yes. And then it appears as though he's alone in the club mm-hmm. looking at the stage. Mm-hmm. Am I, would you think, would you be surprised to find the rest of the patrons of the club didn't see any of those people <laughs> dancing on that stage and that only he saw that, that it existed only in his mind. I think it's Gene Kelly wasn't like, whoa, what a great show. Let me get you a drink. Gene Kelly was like, go, go talk to that girl over there. I want to jump on your theory about how the movie should have ended. Yeah. He's a homeless guy who lives inside that place, that abandoned club. Yep. And this has all been in his head I love it. the entire time. So when he when he sees her, let's go talk, everything just goes away and he's just in the corner with like a bottle of just yeah. like drinking. A, a pet rat. I have a theory. A pet, pet rat named Gene A blonde Shelley. rat that he touches. I think I have a theory that marries all your theories, which they got to the end of the movie and then they're like, we don't fucking care how it ends, just end it because we're... $13 million over budget right now. Yes, and, and also, more coke, guys. We need more coke. If you want an ending, you gotta give us $5 million more dollars. 
and you're not gonna like it. And get real comfortable with being shamed. Oh my gosh. So I think we're mixed on whether or not we would recommend it. Uh, I mean, no, watch well, it. I do think watch it. For sure. It, yeah. For sure. It's, the music is amazing. I the love music ELO. is actually really ELO good. I fast like forwarded through any scene that Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton John were not in. Yes. <laughs> really? I it's only like 80 minutes. I fast forwarded a lot in this movie. Anytime the guy minutes of the movie. Every time the guy was talking to like the dummies, the artists that he worked with, I was like, buzz, buzz, buzz. No, thank you. Do we know what he's doing now? Do we um, have any? Yes, um, I, I actually did a little bit of research on my own. Whenever I'm watching one of these movies, I'm like, I wonder what they're up to now. Mm. Two things always come up. Uh, they've never worked again, and they were he's in the right movie. Right there, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> and they were in the Warriors. Uh, this guy. <laughs> So those are the two kind of runners that happens. This guy actually, though, has uh, surprisingly, not surprisingly, he works constantly uh, and is continuing to work. He's pretty much an episodic guy. Like, he's been on every single Since cop 2004? show. Since um, 2004? Like, I mean, when he... Uh, That's like the last thing I saw on IMDb. I, oh, I, I thought I, he was like in something like, just like, yeah, I thought he was in... Like, I, I, I looked him up because I was like, well, what's, what's he up to? And, but then I thought when you said you know what he's doing, like, you're going to be like, oh, he's got a vineyard. Oh. <laughs> he makes great wine. Uh, Warrior's wine. Grapes, <laughs> <laughs> come out and play. Come uh, out and Chardonnay. Uh, <laughs> can't do better than that. By the way, uh, Michaela is right. He has not worked since 2004, but he did a lot up until 2004. Uh, I Michaela, think you might want to check. Did he die in 2004? <laughs> he is uh, 65 years young. All right, um, great. Michaela, you have a brand new, uh, well, not brand new, but a very new show that's uh, hilariously funny out right now, Benched. Uh, when is that on again? Tuesdays? Uh, it's on Tuesdays at 7, oh, sorry, no, Tuesdays at 10.30 on USA. So watch that. I'm not in it. It's, uh, I know, it's, but, uh, but it's your show, right? It's my show. I mean, come on. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> uh, I want to give... <laughs> Our characters welcome on it? <laughs> I'm just curious. You know what? Thanks for asking. Yep. And the answer is they sure are. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> they come on over anytime. <laughs> I'm going to wrap... Well, well, we'll wrap this up uh, in the studio, but my question to you guys is who here is from the furthest away? Who thinks they're from the furthest away? Raise your hand. Ooh, where are you from, sir, in the front? Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Alberta, Canada, where are you from? Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida, where are you from? Minneapolis. My Anybody international? Oh, <laughs> Detroit, back there. Mallorca, Spain. Oh. Whoa! Have you, did, did someone drag you here or did you come here intentionally? All right, so out of the people who do know what we're talking about, we got Detroit, Pittsburgh, Scranton. Scranton. Hong Kong. Oh, oh, really? Did you? You live here. Uh, anyone else? Anchorage, Miami, New York, Moscow? Anchorage. Really? Alaska. That's pretty good. That's good. Did you come here for this? <laughs> All right, you're going to get a t shirt. Um, Come on, come and greet me. You're going to get a t-shirt with Hulk Hogan on it that says, sad doll hair. 
you. Sad doll hair t-shirt. Thank you so much for coming from Alaska. Uh, I love all the TV shows that are based on your home state. And, uh, well, I think we've done it, guys. I think we did. That is the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for coming. Give it up for Michaela, June, Jason. That's the show. Good night, everybody. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.